0: I want to talk to you about a time to laugh, a time to laugh. I want to share with you today three reasons we need to laugh. Three reasons we need to laugh. I'm going to skip my introduction today because Michael Jr was my introduction. So I want to dive right into three reasons you and I need to laugh. Number 1 is this. It's biblical. It is biblical to laugh. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse number 1, it says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to uproot, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to tear down, and a time to to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. There's a time to laugh. It is biblical to laugh. There are times we need to laugh. Matter of fact, we set this entire day aside for you and I to laugh. This morning, laughter. Tonight at six, laughter. There is a time to laugh. We, come on, some of you in this place need to laugh more. You need to laugh more. Matter of fact, as I was studying for this message this week, I was I was intrigued as I was uh, as I was studying. I, I noticed in Proverbs chapter 31 it, it describes what a wife, a godly wife looks like. It, it describes this wonderful wife and it talks about how this this wonderful wife, how she loved God, how she loved her husband, how she loved her kids how she was a hard worker she would get up early and work how she was an entrepreneur and and she had some businesses going on and and making some money and as it's describing this this awesome wife the bible says this about her in proverbs 31 in verse 25 it says she is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future the Bible describes her, and the, one of the qualities that she has is that she, she laughed. She, 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 she could laugh without fear of the future. I, I want to say to all the single men in the house, listen, find you a godly woman that can laugh. You need to find somebody you can laugh with. I didn't say laugh at. Come on now. Somebody that you can laugh with. The Bible describes this woman, and you, you she, she, man, he, she could laugh. She, she could enjoy life and laugh. The Bible says this in Genesis chapter 21 and verse 6, talking about Sarah, Abraham and Sarah. It says, Sarah said, God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. You see, God had promised Abraham and Sarah a child. Sarah was barren, had, had, not, had no children her, all, all of her life. And 25 years prior, God says, I'm gonna give you a child. And 25 years pass by. And all of a sudden, Sarah is pregnant. And she gives birth to this promised child named Isaac when Abraham, her husband, was a hundred years old, and all she could do when she looked at God's blessing, when she looked at how God had provided a miracle, when she looked at how God had blessed her with this child, she said, all I can do is say, God has made me laugh, and everybody else who sees me will laugh with me. Has God ever blown you away, performed a miracle, done something impossible in your life, showed up big time in your life. And all you could do when you look at God's provision and blessings is just begin to laugh and say, God has been good. God has done the impossible. And Sarah just laughed at the blessings of God. She says, God has brought me laughter. Friends, it's biblical to laugh. There's a time for us to laugh. There's a second reason we need to laugh. And that is, it's healthy. It's healthy to laugh. The Bible says in Proverbs 17 and verse 22, a cheerful heart, a merry heart is good medicine. But a crushed spirit dries up the bones. A merry heart is like a good medicine. Friends, can I tell you that laughing, being joyful, being cheerful is good medicine to the soul, just like perhaps when you have a headache or a migraine, you go and get some medicine, you go get an aspirin or a Tylenol or an Excedrin and you take it because that medicine helps your head feel better. Maybe when you're constipated, Uh, I won't ask how many have been constipated this week because I I just really don't want to know. But when you're constipated, you know, they got medicine. You can take a laxative or an enema and, you know, you got your stomach all knotted up, you don't, know, I mean? and who the sun sets free. <laughs> huh? and, you, and you feel better because you took the medicine because that medicine helps you feel better. One, one of the things that I, I have and I enjoy and it really helps me a lot to feel better is a neti pot. How many of you have a neti pot? Just lift your hand. All right, that's, that's 20, 30 of you got a neti pot. Now, just in case you don't know what a neti pot is, the neti pot is mine is blue. I got a blue neti pot. And it's kind of it's small, about this big. Looks like a little teapot. A little thing sticking out up on it. And what you do is you put warm water in the neti pot. They have these little salt packages that you rip open and pour in there and put the top back on and you shake it up. And the purpose of the neti pot is when your head is all stopped up and you got sinus problems and congestion in your head and your nose, you use the neti pot to clear yourself up. And so you get over your sink and you put the neti pot up in one nostril and you start pouring. And there, there have been times my nose is still stopped up, nothing's coming out. And I'm pouring again and then what you start doing, my wife, she kind of leaves the bathroom when I start all this. <laughs> <These are laughs> It's not coming yet, so you start pouring again. It's not coming. And and you keep pouring, and next thing you know, there's a breakthrough, and it starts to trickle out. And you pour some more, and next thing you know, you got a flood coming. And there's green and yellow, and it's coming down, getting on my mustache and my beard. And the key is keep your mouth closed. Keep your mouth closed now. Oh, make you feel good. Uh, somebody in here is going to T M I T it too much information, Pastor. But, but, but I like it because that medicine, that, that neti pot, makes me feel good. And the Bible says that laughter, good, clean, Christian laughter, it's like medicine to the soul. And some of you in this place today, you're stressed out, you're worried. You're having panic attacks, anxiety attacks. You're biting your fingernails and your fingers. You're pulling your hair out. You're overworked. You're fatigued. Extremely tired. Hadn't laughed at a long time. Matter of fact, you listened to Michael Jr., didn't laugh at any of his jokes. Listened to my booger joke, and you still hadn't laughed. That was funny, folks. That was funny. And Richie, what are you thinking? I'm just going to go home, call in the fetal position today and just cry. I'm just depressed. I don't, no, no, no. What you need to do is come to church. And you need to laugh. And you need to, man, laughter is like medicine. You need to get some of that stress off of you and that worry and, and all that anxiety. You, you, Man, laughter is like medicine to the soul. And can I tell you, friends, that God's joy brings strength to us. The Bible says it like this in Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse number 10. It says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Friends, can I tell you that God's joy, the joy of the Lord, it brings strength to our life. And I'm not talking about happiness because happiness comes and goes. You get a car and you're happy. Three months later, it's old, you're not happy. You get a house or a new apartment and you're happy. Four months later, it's old. You're not happy anymore. You got a raise three months ago. Now you want another one three months later. You're not happy. Happiness comes and goes, but the joy of the Lord is constant. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's like medicine. And some of you, you're weak and you're feeble and you're tired. And what you need is the joy of the Lord. And the Bible says in my presence is fullness of joy. And you need to laugh. You need to enjoy the presence of the Lord. You need to get some strength today. I remember growing up and I sang this song growing up as a kid. How many of you remember this song? I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Tuesday. You ought to clap for me. I don't sing very often, folks. And I'm telling you, you need some joy down in your heart. You've been hanging your head low, depressed, and anxiety, and you need the joy of the Lord. It'll give you some strength. It's good to laugh, it's health, it's medicine for the soul. There's a, a third reason I want to share it with you of why we need to laugh. And number three is it's enjoyable, it's biblical it's healthy, it's enjoyable. And I want to share three things with you about it being enjoyable. The first is this, we should enjoy life. We should enjoy life as followers of Christ. The Bible says this in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 17, it says, command those who are rich in this present world, not to be arrogant, not to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Enjoyment. God says, I provided you with blessings for your enjoyment. Friends, can I tell you that you married folks, you ought to enjoy your spouse. God's blessed you with the gift of kids. You ought to enjoy your kids. You, listen, you ought to enjoy your grandkids. You ought to enjoy God's blessed you. Everything he's given you, he's blessed you with for you to enjoy it. You ought to enjoy the resources that God has blessed you with. You ought to, you ought to, you ought to enjoy he, He's provided it for you to enjoy it. And can I tell you, some of you are not enjoying life right now. You're not enjoying the blessings of God. You're a follower of Christ and you're not enjoying life. And then God, listen, he gave you life so that you can have life and life more abundantly. You can enjoy life. You can enjoy what he's blessed you with. Listen, you got to quit taking your spouse for granted and start enjoying your spouse. Come on, quit get hung up on all the flaws and enjoy what God, the gift God's bless you with. Come on, quit screaming and yelling at the kids in your enjoy those gifts from God. They're a blessing. Enjoy, enjoy those grandkids. Oh, the grandkids coming over again. No, enjoy. (laughs) Enjoy them, kids. Enjoy Enjoy them. Enjoy them. Come on, enjoy what God's blessed you with. Come on, whether it be a hoopty or a $100,000 car, enjoy God's. Quit looking for the next thing. Enjoy what God has blessed you with. Come on, enjoy your job. What the clapping ceased. <laughs> Come again, preacher. You enjoy, enjoy what God has blessed you with. Can I tell you, some of you in this place, you take yourself way too seriously, way too seriously. You ought to quit taking yourself so seriously, because nobody else is taking you seriously. I mean, relax. Enjoy life. Enjoy God's blessings. Lighten up, so I'm need to lighten up. Let me just look at me like this. Lighten up. Relax. Learn to laugh at yourself. I mean, I laugh at myself. I do not take myself seriously love God, love my family. I walk in integrity, but I just don't take myself very serious. I look in the mirror sometimes and just laugh at myself. I mean, I just, I do goofy things. Well, back when we were in the movie theater day, some of you will remember this. I was preaching and teaching on, on marriage. And I was teaching and I meant to say that I fell in love with my wife's beauty. And I said that I fell in love with her booty. And it, it was, Ah! That didn't come out right. Probably lost a few members over that one. You know what I say? Oh, it's half true, but oh, I didn't mean to say that. Lord help me. And I just laughed at myself. I just laughed. I can't. I can't believe I said that in church. Oh Jesus, what? The, I didn't mean to say that. But you got to just learn to laugh at yourself. Enjoy life. There's a second thing that I want to say to you, and that is this. We should enjoy God's house. Enjoy God's house. Psalms chapter 122 and verse 1 says, the psalmist says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of of the Lord. The psalmist said, I was excited, I was glad, I was cheerful, I was merry when they said, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Friends, can I tell you we ought to enjoy God's house? We ought to enjoy being with God's people, in God's present presence, singing worship songs, being encouraged by the preaching and the teaching of the word. We ought to enjoy God's house. And you know what we try to do at People's Church? We've tried to create an environment where you enjoy coming to where you enjoy your friends coming to, where you want to come and you want to worship God. And and can can I tell you something about my generation and the generations after me? Uh, They don't come to church because their mom and daddy did. Matter of fact, there's a lot of 21-year-olds not in church now. They used to sit in church. And we tried to create a church not only that you want to come to, but your 21-year-old wants to come to. And your grandkids want to come to where they say, when you say, hey, you want to go to people's church I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. It's a little different, but I want to go. And we tried to create an environment because I believe we ought to enjoy God's house. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. There's a third third thing I want to share with you about it being enjoyable, and that is this. We should enjoy serving Jesus. Enjoy serving Jesus. You know, oftentimes Christianity can get a bad rap. It's like if you serve Jesus, you gotta walk around with a frown, look like you've been sucking on lemons, mad. But that's just not the truth. What enjoy Jesus? Following Jesus. Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4: Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again: rejoice. And friends, rejoicing in the Lord has nothing to do with your circumstances. You see, the Apostle Paul penned these words when he was in a prison cell. Not only was he in a prison, but he was chained to Roman soldiers. He was chained to soldiers. And the only way he could write is, hey, I need a little bit more room. Can you move your hand over here a little bit? So he could pin those words. He was in prison because of his faith in Jesus Christ. He had not committed a crime but he was in prison and the middle of a prison cell, chained to soldiers. The apostle Paul said, listen, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice because rejoicing in Jesus has nothing to do with your situation or your circumstance. You got to learn to rejoice in the Lord when you're broke, busted, and disgusted. Rejoice in the Lord when your family's acting crazy. When folks at your job out, making you lose your mind. You got to learn, I rejoice in the Lord, because it has nothing to do with my circumstances. You say, Pastor, how can I rejoice in the Lord always? Can I tell you friends, because God sent His only Son, Jesus, to die for our sins while we were yet sinners. Rejoice in the Lord always. Jesus got up on the third day with all power in His hands. Rejoice in the Lord always. When you called on the name of the Lord, when you were in the middle of your sin and you were addicted Jesus saved you. Some of you can look back and say I was addicted to this I was addicted to that years ago but Jesus set me free I can rejoice in the Lord always even when I'm in the valley of the shadow of death he'll be with me always he'll never leave me nor forsake me I can rejoice in the Lord always has nothing to do with my circumstances God is good. No matter what circumstance I'm in, he'll be with me. So I can rejoice in the Lord always. In prison, chained to soldiers. Because I'm not talking about happiness. Happiness comes and goes. But the joy of the Lord, it's constant. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so even when life has given me lemons instead of lemonade, Jesus, I rejoice in you. And I'm talking to somebody. Life's been difficult. Life's been hard. It has not been easy. You're in the valley right now. And I just want you to know that your God is good. It's good to laugh. It's good to be in his presence. Let him fill you with joy today. Because in his presence is fullness of joy. And the joy of the Lord is your strength.